Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. Building a business is all about transformation. For you as a business owner, learning from your mistakes, growing over time, adapting to different situations, uh, hopefully becoming a better person, 1% better every single day, perhaps. Um, And it's about transformation of your audience and the customers that you have, your subscribers, your readers, your viewers, and you, the listener. And hopefully you've been transformed over the year through a number of the examples that people have set here as guests on the show, sharing their stories and transformations that they've had. Hopefully you've been transformed by the information in some of the solo episodes that I've done here on the Smart Passive Income podcast. And since we're closing in on 2019, and most of you hopefully have some really big lofty goals for 2019, I'm excited to share with you today a unique uh, episode where it's not an interview per se, although it is a conversation with a person who has gone through a major transformation What I'm going to do here is pull specific episodes of Ask Pat and share them with you. If you don't know what Ask Pat is, it's a podcast where I coach a student, an entrepreneur just like you, through a process. And in episode 1022, which was published about mid-year 2018 here, I coached a guy named Walid Azami, who has a business called How to Photograph. He teaches people photography, and he's been doing it for free on Instagram and through other channels, YouTube for quite a while, and in this episode, I coached him through the process to help him figure out, well, what could he do to actually monetize this uh, audience that he's built? And I brought him back on the show in episode 1044, which had just come out at the end of November, and the transformation that he went through based on what I had coached him through was absolutely just amazing. So what I wanted to do was actually play episode 1022, And then immediately after that, play episode 1044, just six months difference between the two interviews or two conversations. And you're going to hear an immediate change in his intonation, in his confidence, in the action that he's been taking. And Walid, I know you listen to the show. I'm just so proud of you for the transformation that you've created for yourself and your audience and those who are going to be served by you. And for all of you listening, I want you to pay attention to not just how he sounds and Uh, the words that he uses, but just what he feels about himself, the story that he's telling himself in the first half. And then I want you to to consider the same things in the second half. And so uh, we're not going to play the intro music here. This is, uh, you know, to help motivate you through 
the rest of the year here into 2019 because I know, like I said, you have some goals for yourself. And I want you to realize that amazing change can happen in a relatively short period of time. In just six months, Waleed went through the transformation that you're about to hear. And I hope and I wish and I know that you can have transformations just like this too. So here we are, Waleed Azami, who was published on Aspat in episode 1022 in June. And uh, this we'll, we'll consider this the before picture, if you will. And then you'll hear the after, right after that. Waleed, welcome. Thank you uh, for joining us here on Aspat 2.0. How are you doing? Good, Pat. How are you? I'm doing great. Why don't you uh, quickly introduce uh, yourself and what you do to uh, me and all the listeners? Sure. Um, well, first of all, thank you for everything you do for the community. I've been listening for a couple of years, and when I heard you accepting guests, I just I had a weird feeling. I said, you know what? Just just hit them up today. So I screen captured my phone so that I didn't forget. You know, <laughs> it was in my gallery mm-hmm. and. Um, I went home that night and, you know, and I'm glad that we connected. But um, a little about me, let's see if I can abbreviate this. You know, my name is Walid Azami. I'm a photographer, director, and a creative director of Los Angeles. And I'm one of those people that had, you know, I've seen a lot of success with my career as far as the portfolio that I've been able to build. And, um, you know, some of my clients, I guess, Many of your listeners will be familiar with Madonna, um, Connie West, Mariah Carey, insane. you know, the NFL. So, like, insane people that I still, even right now when I name them, I still have a wow moment, you know, because that's not Walid, the little refugee from Afghanistan. That wasn't supposed to, you know, happen for him that way. But um, I guess to kind of give you an idea of what I do, I, I photograph album covers, magazine editorials. Um, world tour posters, um, also create video content for a lot of companies. And my career has been about 10 or 11 years long. Um, and I've, I've, let's just say I've seen things that, you know, and I, and I think that that's safe to say for every entrepreneur, but I guess the things that we hear about in Hollywood and about Hollywood, I've seen things. And so I always was amazed um, from just the onset of my career, how few people, uh, wait, let me see if I'm saying that right, I guess the amount of people that wouldn't help each other out. And I, re- I recall starting and, you know, asking people that I knew had the answers and they would just say, you know, Walid, I don't know. And I got it early on. I was like, oh, I get it. We're not going to help each other. And this is what it's going to be. But, um, I remember starting out very, very early and promising myself. And I remember the exact little strip mall that um, I, I started my first ever internship for a documentary. It was a, a mockumentary. Mm-hmm. And I went to go shake the producer's hand and I said, hi, I'm Walid. I'm your intern for the day. And he looked at my hand, didn't shake it and said, can you go to Subway and get me a sandwich? And I remember walking down the street, walking in that strip mall and thinking, when I make it, I'm not going to be like this and I'm going to be different. And I believe that helping others is the right thing to do. So um, fast forward about, you know, nine, 10 years. And I I have been very fortunate to, quote unquote, make it professionally. 
Um, you know, and again, we, you know, I, that I set up that really I, nobody helped me and, um, I never forgot that, but the past couple of years, a lot has happened to the photography world and, you know, um, and artists in general where they're asking us to work for free for exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost the album cover for a major superstar because another photographer offered to do it in exchange for Instagram mentions, you know, and, but on top of that, I had a photo agent that, um, started blaming the shift in the industry on things like, Walid, maybe you need to lose some weight. I'm by no means heavy. Yeah, for real. And I remember he had sent a personal trainer's, brochure and with a post-it note that said think about it um now i'm 180 pounds five nine so listen i don't have a six pack but i also you know i think that i'm 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 fairly average and i remember thinking but i'm behind the camera and um it was all these different things pat and and it was just you know i there was a, a lack of honesty and everything and so i got so fed up with the industry that the worst thing happened to that could happen to a creative. I got, I actually, I hated photography and I put my camera down for eight months. And I think that everyone is allowed to have a, I'm trying to abbreviate this, Pat. Sorry. No, um, no, the, I think please, that, this is, this is all great. Um, okay. Just so, understanding where your head is at. I think, I think that everyone is allowed to have a moment to fall apart, to have a tantrum, and then you better get up and do something about it. And, um, you know, and I had a very rich portfolio, but I was like, oh, my God, it's like what is happening and there's a shift in the industry and everything. And I'm just not happy with the way any of it is going and I'm unfulfilled. And so in those eight months of not picking up the camera, I mean, it was dusty. I didn't even touch the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, OK, enough. Now be a part of the answer. And I s- secretly started an Instagram account called How to Photograph. And I just put myself out there with zero followers, and I started helping photographers little nugget by little nugget with lighting tips, composition tips, business advice, how to talk to a customer, um, how to negotiate, how to get out of a, you know, a, a heated situation. I mean, everything that I learned over the past decade, I started feeding them little by little, and they had no idea who this was. And in about a year, a year and a half, I grew to over 20,000 followers. And, um, and then, you know, with the, with the convincing of a friend, he said, look, you got to attach your name. You have a rich portfolio. Um, people would probably listen a lot more if they knew that you photographed Kanye West. You know what I mean? Or you've done these, these, uh, incredible clients. And so I did attach my name and, um, the weird thing is, is that now I, I think that your community is very much the same way. But I always tell people I have the probably the politest community of followers ever. They help each other. I don't have to really even monitor it too much. But I answer. I make sure I answer every single person's question, their DM, and I help them build a. Um, a career in photography. And this has been about two and a half years. I'm probably about 28,000 followers now, um, thanks to Instagram's algorithm that slowed things down. But um, 
this has been one of the most fulfilling things of my career. And um, it actually can help me pick the camera back up again and start going at a new unprecedented pace and start, you know, booking clients again and everything. And it gave me back the soul that I thought was missing in my career. And after about two and a half years, I mean, I'm kind of jumped, I'm really skimming over, but after about two and a half years, I want to start monetizing the account little by little. Um, up until this point, I really haven't made any money whatsoever, but I've put a tremendous amount of time and money into educating people, um, even down to somebody asking me what kind of camera they should buy their son for Christmas. Mm. And I do the research and I make sure that because I believe in providing value, you know, and these people are amazing. And the the DMs that I get, the comments that I get a couple times, it's even made me emotional. I'm like, wow, you're in Ukraine and I had that impact on you or, you know, wherever they would be. And so I guess my reason for reaching out now is I love this account. It has. I, I still am photographing my clients. I still am doing creative directing and, and directing videos. But this is such a passion now. Um, I'm looking for ways to start monetizing it. Um, I've written two ebooks that I haven't yet released, and the ebooks are a part one and a part two of how to set up an entire fashion shoot and book an agency model and hire your team and stay in control and execute your vision from the idea to the mood boarding to everything. And then book two is takes you step by step to delivering the images to the client. And it is the book that I wished was around when I started. Um, I compiled basically over a decade's worth of knowledge and information, and I put it together in a book that kept growing and growing and growing. And mm -hmm. um, and I, but that's where I'm I'm at, Pat. Is that I want to start monetizing this. And then one more thing to kind of add to the wrench in the spokes is that I'm very sensitive. I think maybe because of the way I grew up, we really didn't have any money, especially as refugees in America. Um, I would say about 40% of my audience are from countries that, let's say India, um, Singapore, you know, like countries that don't have a lot of money. And so I want to be able to monetize, but I also want to be very, very conscious of be, still being able to help these people that may not have the same access to the money that we do in the United States. Sure. Um, so that's my puzzle. And that's why I reached out. Well, thank you, uh, Waleed. And first of all, um, just I appreciate people like you because you're doing it right, you know, and you had thank gone you. through all this thank experience you. of, uh, you know, not being treated well and not being, you know, even though you're helpful, you're not being recognized for that. And here you are now doing it differently and giving the industry really what what it needs. And I think the Instagram growth and the DMs and all the following that you have now, the kind of tribe that you've built is a reflection of, of really who you are and the work that you've done to, to sort of make change in the industry. And I think that's, re that's really huge. I think a lot of people could follow your example and, you know, it wasn't easy, obviously, but uh, you did it. And I think, you know, the, the, the reason because your audience is, is so kind is because you are kind, and 
I teach this to my kids. I go, you know, what you give the world, the world gives back to you. And you're do, you're receiving back what you are what you have now allowed yourself to give. So just I, I would encourage you to, to keep building that audience and to keep uh, keep treating people that way and keep serving first. And Thanks. I can I can feel it and I can hear it in your voice. Like you you will be wildly successful. Uh, when, and you are obviously, but in this realm, continue down this route and you will be successful in this realm too. So let's see if we can jam and talk a little bit about monetization. Okay. And, you know, obviously, and you know this. I can already tell monetization is a result of how helpful you are to your audience, right? Right, right. And to your concern about those countries, the 40% of countries who you feel just don't maybe don't have the income, uh, number one, you don't, you, you don't know that for sure. Um, I, right. I, I think you, you, we, we have this perception of, of countries and how it might be there. And yes, there's likely a number of people in all countries who cannot afford whatever it is that you're going to offer. And in that sense, I mean, that was a big issue with me related to building online courses. I was worried that by building online courses, I was going to leave a lot of people out and still not be able to help them. The exact same concern that you had. But if you create programs, if you release ebooks and, you know, they require a payment, are you taking anything away that you're already doing? Can you still help those people through the content that you're already sharing? Um, great question. Yes, I still can. And I think it's basically if you buy an ebook, you're getting it all together organized at once versus drop after drop. Yeah, over months and months. People pay for convenience and if they can afford it and if they cannot, they still have the means to find that information and they want to get that information, whether it's paid or free from you because of the kind of culture that you're building around your brand and your business. I think whoever gave you that advice to put your name into your Instagram, I think you owe them something because your name should be there. Um, Okay. So that's number one. And hopefully that helps uh, defeat that sort of demon in your head about like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be upsetting people by doing this. Cause that's, that's a, that's a limiting belief. And I think that's a stigma that we all have from how we grew up and, you know, other people who have taken advantage of us. So, so you're different and, and you should remember that. Um, okay. Number two, in terms of monetization, the best way to do it, and, and, and you have this advantage now because you have this large audience who is communicative with you. Um, have you done any asking of what, of, of all the things that you've talked about, um, they need help with the most? I mean, you could maybe gauge based on the Instagram posts that you've had since they are very, you know, specific to certain things, which ones are more popular than others and the kinds of information that they want. But I'm, I'm curious, have you done any surveying or have you asked around? Um, is, is, is your ebooks that you haven't released yet, which we'll get to in a second, has, was that a result of sort of requests or was that kind of just, here's what I'm into right now? Um, great question. I think the ebooks are definitely a, a result of a lot of requests. And it's because even if I go do a photo shoot, if it's for a magazine or whatever it is, I take them with me. I, you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. they, a lot of times will say, oh my God, how do you book this? Or I wish I could shoot models or I don't live in New York or LA, you know? So it's so, it is actually, it's all their comments and DMs as a result, but I have here or there. Now I haven't sent out a survey. I haven't done any sort of polls. Um, once in a while I'll do a post like, your biggest frustration as a photographer is, and then it's just, that's all you need. That's perfect. Okay. Okay. 
so and that, they're very eager to share. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that that's awesome. That'll give you some insight on what the, what people are looking for, and then you create those solutions. So if this ebook is a solution to some of those problems that those that your audience has, and my big question is, well, why is it just sitting there dormant? What what what's going on? Um, part of it is, which I don't want to admit, is a little bit of what is as a paralysis by analysis. Is that the term or no? It's uh, yeah, basically. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. So or analysis part of paralysis it is, or whatever. Ana- yeah, sure. It's you know, and it's. Um, what do you analyze? I was supposed to. Is it perfect enough? Is it good enough? I'm, I'm attaching my name. Is it because my whole career has been? It has to be perfect, and and so I put, and so basically the the book that was supposed to be, you know, I mean it's for it's ebook, so for Kindles and stuff, and I thought it'd be twenty pages, plenty of information, and now I have combined about ninety pages, you know, mm-hmm. um, actually a little more than that even. So I keep adding and adding. So finally, I I just realized, stop. There can be future books, you know. Um, so I actually was going to release it this week and then I got so excited about speaking with you. I thought, well, I've delayed it this long. I want to talk to Pat first mm. and, and then release it. But then again, yeah, then uh, now it's like researching. Do I just put on Amazon and my website? Do I just do my website only? Um, just, um, cause everything, my whole career, including this, and I think everybody is, is about being self-taught. So right. it's such a a huge flow of information that I'm just um, – every day I'm trying to learn something about doing this the right way. So I'm kind of making excuses too. I just realized as I'm talking to you. So what, um, what should the answer be then? The answer is I think I just want it to be so great and so helpful. And I know that it is because there is no other book like this out there. But it's my first product, and I just want it to be received well. What are you scared of? Um, that my intentions don't come across. That my intentions don't come across. How might that, they not come across the way you want it to? How how might it not? Um, yeah, I mean, you've you've I'm sure talked about in the book why you wrote the book, and yeah, you know, so where where might a person misunderstand you if you are being so clear about those intentions well good point pat <laughs> right again this yeah. is just i mean yeah. d- don't worry Willie. like this is so common we make up our own our own excuses like excuses totally. that when you really think about it like shouldn't shouldn't even exist um so just dissolve that in your head right now like you, okay. you, you that intention based on the conversation that we had today and based on your history and based on what I know that you put into this, like that's not going to be a problem. Um, okay. In terms of monetization, I think number one, release book number one, like now. And okay. that way it's out there. That'll help build your name and authority. And I like the idea of, you know, you, you had mentioned like, God, oh, you know, these people can't, might not be able to afford it, but if it's on Amazon, I mean, it's, it's likely affordable. Um, right. And you're not, you know, charging hundreds of dollars for it. Now, I will say that putting a book on Amazon isn't going to make you a ton of money. Sure. But it's going to get your name out there and potentially and indirectly make you more money down the road because now people are going to go deeper with you. They're going to want more from you. They're likely – I assume this might happen. This is very common, especially with how-to type videos. 
um, or, or sorry, uh, books, um, they're going to read this and they're going to go, yes, I want to hire Waleed to help me do this, or I want something more in depth, okay. or I want to, I want coaching from him, or is there a workshop I can go to, or like, so I would, I would encourage you to, to think of maybe if people wanted more, what Got would that it. be? Okay. That has to come from you and w- how you want to do it. Like as an entrepreneur, you have the freedom to create whatever you want. And if you promise that outcome, I mean, that, that can be framed in all kinds of different ways, whether it's in, an in-person workshop or virtual workshop, maybe it's a summit you put on like a virtual summit or uh, a more in-depth online course, perhaps. Um, so, so that's kind of cool. And, you know, I would encourage you to pre-sell those things. It's a little bit easier to pre-sell an event in our heads because, you know, you always charge up front for tickets before an event. But for information, for coaching, like that stuff can be charged up front too. And then you have to obviously uh, deliver that. But a book is like just step one. And actually before even we, we launched the book, I would ask you like, is there any way that you are collecting a person's information, i.e. email address, through that book that they're going to read? Um, at the end of the book, yeah, there is a – I actually do a – at the end of – on my blog mm-hmm. for um, howtophotograph.net, um, at the end of almost every single article, um, there will be a newsletter form that they could sign up for. So I do try to collect um, – it's not a huge number, but it it does sort of grow. And you know what's interesting, Pat, is like I'll I'll get a lot of signups on my Instagram stories, and this is what's fascinating is that, or to me it is, is that I'll say, hey guys, um, for my next shoot, I'm actually hiring one person. One of my assistants is coming straight from my newsletter, um, from that list. You know, oh, wow. so I that's, try to give them these that's experiences huge. that they can't get in any other place. Do you talk about that when people are signing up for the list or only after people are on the list? Um, well, I mean, I'll say it. Like, I just actually I recorded the video last night. I'm putting it out today of like, hey, guys, I'm doing an eight-page magazine editorial with a famous boxer. I want to invite one person either as hired help or if they don't have the abilities at the moment to come in as a guest and watch, you know. Um, so I tell them that uh, – but when I offer those sort of things, the the, um, the signups surge, and also it surges sometimes when I get a little bit frustrated and I say, "Look, guys, I'm doing everything I can to help. So those people that want to be helped, you're going to sign up. But I'm not going to keep begging for signups on the newsletter. Um, and when I give them a little bit of tough love, then the signups surge. It's the weirdest thing. But if I say, "Hey, guys," um, I'm giving a freebie. I'm giving an exclusive tutorial on this. Please make sure you sign up for the newsletter. It won't move the needle very much at all until they really feel like they're getting a little bit of tough love. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's very interesting to me. And I was like, okay, I guess that's what they respond to, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, um, they're responding to, to you, um, which is cool. But, I mean, the re- the reason I bring this up is because – most of the time, not always, it depends on the brand, but most of the time, if you just offer an exclusive newsletter, you're not providing enough incentive because the newsletter right. is essentially telling people, hey, I'm going to send you more emails. And nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I want more emails. Um, <laughs> True. You know, but people wake up in the morning and go, man, if only I had the opportunity to shadow somebody who can help me in my career. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I, w- I would make that more prominent. Like, hey, every month 
or okay. every every once in a while I select one of my email subscribers to come shadow me at a job and you know whatever and you'll hear more inside the email list and you also get a freebie or something anyway the the email list thing is is not a huge deal because you already are building your audience and you're utilizing Instagram and such. And I think that's great. But I just wanted to make sure that the book had mechanisms to help you understand who's reading the book. And if possible, maybe have something kind of closer to the top of the book versus uh, okay. the bottom to, to, to do that. I like that. Okay. Um, because they're, because now, now you have people who are starting to read the book who, you know, could be a cohort of people who might want more help or maybe get frustrated by reading the book and they're like, oh, this is too much work. I just want somebody to do it for me or do it with me. Um, and, th- and then in terms of next steps, I, I just want to ask you really quick before we finish up, like, do you have further goals for how you want to monetize? I mean, a book is a great step one, but what might step two or three be for you? Like, what do you what do you want to do? I love I love the idea of workshops. I haven't gotten to it. Um, I so when you mentioned that, I love workshops, and I do currently, I do coaching, you know, a little bit here and there. So I would love the idea of just like right now, you know, setting up Skype calls or or whatever, and coaching people with their photography career. Um, that's, I think, the next thing immediately after the book. Of course, you know, I want to keep expanding the brand. Of course. But um, online workshops, I think, and coaching abilities would probably be the next thing on the radar, um, which are all, by the way, things that I've learned from your podcast, even the mm-hmm. newsletter and all that. Yeah. I didn't collect emails before your show. Well, thank you for, I mean, you're too kind continuing to, to credit me, but I mean, you, you're the one that took action. Have you, have you ever seen those ads on, Insta, on, on on Instagram and on Facebook for like those famous people who go, you know, learn directing from Ron Howard or, yeah. um, you know, those, those masterclass ones, right? Yeah. Like people go gaga over those because, uh, they want to learn from those people who have that experience and you have this amazing, unique ability that many other photographers who are teaching photographers don't have, which is you have this experience in the industry. You've uh, done photography for these mega stars and people want to connect with people like you. And if you were to just simply offer, Hey guys, I'm going to be coaching X number of people, uh, apply here. I mean, you're going to get a floodgate, uh, or a flood of, of people who want to apply. And that's something that you could potentially charge a lot for. So the book is even something that you could potentially, uh, after it's out there, you could potentially get it down to like a, you know, is essentially just a lead generator for that. And you could even charge it for 99 cents or every once in a while, even give it away for free, which surges the people who read the book, who dive deeper into your, into you and your story and your teaching. And then they're like, Oh, I want more. I wish there was just coaching. And then boom, through your email, you go, Hey, next month I'm opening up two coaching spots. I'm taking, you know, two students for, you know, a thousand dollars a month to help you further your career in photography. And, uh, we'll, talk directly every week or something like that i mean you can develop the price points on your own but i mean that's sure that that's high level stuff that's premium i mean to connect with somebody to your caliber you should be charging a premium for that and even like here's what a few people do who are in similar situations they don't want to coach but they still offer the coaching at a at a really premium price because that you know they have a number like oh yeah i'll coach somebody for like three thousand dollars a week and then so they 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 position themselves as that and that anchors that price there for them and people go and they go oh wow three three thousand dollars a session like that's that's way too much but they had this online course though and it's only two hundred dollars 
Wow. Right. Okay. That's kind of a okay. steal. Like I should totally get that because I can't afford well lead for $3,000 per session or per month or how, whatever it is, but I can definitely afford a premium online course. that's likely going to give me the same, same information, just not access to a lead, but here's all I need. So that could be a later phase or um, just, just kind of planting seeds for what is available to you because you've definitely opened things up for I yourself. Okay. No, I love that idea. Thank you. Um, sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I just, no, <laughs> that, that was that was the end of it. I mean, I I, I want to hear from you, kind of what the biggest things you learned were from this conversation, and if you could tell me and everybody else like what your next steps are going to be, I think that that might help hold you accountable. Absolutely. Can I ask one quick question on the eBooks, though? Yeah. Because I love what you said about possibly offering it for free or for ninety nine cents as a lead generation. Um, would you advise keeping – because book one and book two, they basically take you from pre-production to post-production, right? So you need both books. Should I offer the first book for free uh, as a lead generation and then if they choose to buy the second book, um, should book one always be for free to build up the, the mail list or um, just here or there? No. I mean what you could do to help build the email list is take maybe chapter one of book one and give that okay. away. And that will okay, help okay, okay. people want to get the book. You'll get the email. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to go from email and a little snippet and a preview, essentially. Like when you go to Costco and they're like, here, free sample, you know, and then yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, this, this dumpling is so good. Um, and, and they're going to want to get more. Uh, I would have the books on Amazon. There's some authority there with that. And the algorithms will help you as well. So, um, okay. You know, just like with Instagram, there are algorithms and they can definitely work in your favor once you get some surge in traffic and, you know, there's SEO, search engine optimization, but there's also people who bought this also bought that. And that gives you some additional okay, exposure okay. too. Um, I, I would, uh, I, I would release book one, make a big deal out of it. Talk about how it's at the, uh, at a low price point right now. Like, you know, maybe it's 499 and then say, you know, guys, next week I'm going to be bumping up the price. To nine ninety nine, which is going to be the the normal price point, but for this week only, it's four ninety nine. So this is your time to go and get it now. That'll help you with the rankings. It'll help you get more exposure and give Amazon like a oh, this book is one I need to pay attention to and recommend. Um, and then you know, of course, when you increase you to you when you increase the price point, then that becomes something that can produce money for you. And then you have the second book, and then maybe you can. During certain times of the month or during certain holidays, you can always lower the price for a a short time period to kind of bring more people in. And um, and like I said, people are going to be in in your ecosystem. They're going to want more from you, and then you can uh, you can begin to offer more things uh, down the road. But yeah, I think Amazon is a great play for you. For it sounds like you're excited about coaching and perhaps online courses and things like that. Um, That's a perfect play. I mean, you've already built the thing, so I would say just you know tweak it a little bit and launch it. Awesome. Thanks, Pat. Um, I guess then when you said, what did I learn? I mean, I learned a whole bunch, but if I could just bullet point it real fast, release the book, stop making excuses. So that's number one. Um, I, you know, I never thought about don't assume someone's price point or their, the size of their wallet. You know, I mean, some may, some, if even I, that's, what's really important for me to remember is that, if they are not able to afford coaching workshops or an ebook, 
I'm not cheating them of the information. They still are getting it. It's just at a slower rate. So mm-hmm. everyone still has access. And, and then and um, here's the other thing we'll lead about that. I was just thinking out loud uh, or yeah. I am thinking out loud. I mean, if they can afford a camera. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're targeting. Yeah. It's not like you're targeting five year olds who literally don't have money. You, yeah. you're, you're targeting people, young adults and adults, most likely who want to get into into photography and they obviously know that there's going to be some sort of investment, uh, especially when it comes to equipment, right? And so if they can afford the equipment or be able to rent it, um, they're going to have, you know, a lot of value coming from you and would likely be able to afford you as well. Solid point. That's a solid point for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I got it's common sense. Um, so there's that. And then, of course, I love what you said about maybe putting the opportunity to sign up for the mail list earlier on in the book so that as they become frustrated or as if they are overwhelmed, they can actually, they may not reach the end of the book, you know? And so I love the idea of putting that in the front end um, Mm -hmm. to sign up for something and then potentially very soon after upsell on coaching or workshops. And then um, one, probably the one of the biggest points from today is I maybe I maybe I, I downplayed the um, the effect of being able to shadow me on a magazine shoot or you know a commercial shoot and I would just mention that as a by the way but I really have never written it down on the website or bullet pointed it I think that that might be a huge selling point to sign up for further information yeah dude it's a huge opportunity i mean if you were starting out in a career that like you would you I would, would bend over backwards for that, for that right <laughs> yeah. like um what one i mean you could try this out too i don't know the legalities of it but you could potentially offer a spot as an instagram ad to get more instagram followers okay so i'll look into that i mean just i'm just brainstorming but i mean that's that's a, i mean yeah man the fact that you're Letting people do that uh, is, is 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 huge, and then that's that's something that could potentially turn into content too, you know, on a blog or behind right. the scenes on your Instagram channel um, in a video. Uh, that's that's just that's bonkers. Okay, yeah, no, I I love that. Thank you. I mean, it. I'm I'm happy to hear you say that at least I'm on the right path. I just need to push myself a little bit more and not be so shy about asking for their support. Um, but I, I, I will look into that Instagram ad idea also in exchange for more followers. How can we as a community here, make sure that you take action on this? How can I help you more? You know, um, I would love to just, if possible, I'd love to set a deadline where I can even email you and say, Pat, I promised by this date, the following things would happen. And here they are, you know, delivered, or I just maybe being held accountable. But um, I'm so open to, you know, if if you have any suggestions of how I could maybe receive the help too. Um, I've always been huge on doing it myself and never asking for help, which is a huge downfall, you know. Yeah. What What's your Twitter handle or in um, in, in, in Instagram? On Instagram, it's how to photograph. Just literally how to photograph is your is your is your username there. Okay. That's yep. it. Yeah. I, I see it. All right, guys. Hey, if you are on Instagram right now, 
and you're hearing this and you want to help Waleed take the steps to make this happen, find him how to photograph, how to photograph, photograph, uh, at how to photograph and just send him a quick message of encouragement. And what I would recommend you do, Waleed, is also take some time today to consider all the things you want to do and, and, and send me an email later within 24 hours with okay. with that date and that deadline like you uh, like you talked about um that way i can just plan my schedule a quick message like a quick reminder to go and message you on that day to see how things are going so hopefully that'll knowing that's coming can can help you uh push forward that's amazing pat thank you oh man i got you we got you um how to photograph on instagram approaching 30k uh, followers uh, great job man thank you for being vulnerable and for sharing all this today you know we wish you the best thank you so much i appreciate it and um yeah thank you i really like just for everything you do it i've, I've learned so much so that's why i'm guess, here <laughs> yeah thanks pat all right so that was walid and um he took action and i'm so thankful that i got to follow up with him on ask pat which we often do we bring a number of people back. Actually, all of November and half of December on Ask Pat were episodes where we brought people back on. And by the way, if you'd like to get coached just like I coached Waleed there, all you have to do is go to askpat.com and fill out an application there. And please, if you haven't yet subscribed to Ask Pat, go ahead and find it on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. When you have the chance, subscribe to it because we have many, many more episodes and many, many more transformations to be had next year in 2019. So, in the second half here, we're going to bring Walid back. I want you to listen to his voice, his confidence, and also a big shout out to all of you who listened to Ask Pat and who actually helped as well. And you'll hear exactly what that means right now. Walid, welcome back to Ask Pat 2.0. Uh, thanks for coming back again, man. I appreciate it. Looking forward to the update. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, and yeah, a lot has changed since. Ooh, I'm excited to dig in. For those of you who might not remember, Waleed was featured in episode 1022. The title of that episode was How Do I Sell But Still Help People for Free? We talked a lot about mindset related to price points and all those kinds of things. And uh, he has an amazing, amazing photography business. You can also find him on Instagram at How to Photography. Is that correct? Or how to photograph, how to, right? How to photograph, right? Yeah, at how to photograph. So check that out on Instagram. You can see he's got over thirty thousand Instagram followers at this point, which is amazing. So give us an update, like what's what's been happening since, and we'll kind of see where this conversation goes. Awesome, thank you, Pat. First of all, I um, right after well, once the episode aired, I want to say I got about easily about forty to forty five people because I think the last time you did say, hey, let's hold Walid accountable, let's, you know, motivate yeah, yeah. him. And I got the nicest, kindest DM messages just out of the blue from all around the world. And it was just, it was such a cool thing to see the impact of the show. And um, I don't know, I mean, I, I try to, to leave each one of them a video thank you message back, but it was so cool to get all that after your show. So, and it was very, um, it was very helpful to hold me accountable, but Right after when when I spoke to you last, I had talked about just exploring the idea of monetizing how to photograph. And just as a review, how to photograph is basically the channel on Instagram. Of course, there's other channels that go with it, YouTube and all that. But the core of it is the Instagram um, was is to be the account, to be the mentorship that I wish I had when I was first starting. And so 
with all of my wins and all of my losses and everything up and down, I use that as personal experience to give people insight and background and help them with their business. So you did inspire me to help. I, I was sitting on a couple ebooks, part one and part two, mm-hmm. of building your fashion photography portfolio, the complete guide of setting up a fashion shoot and building that portfolio. Um, of course, I found every reason and everything to do first, literally everything. Like, let me email my cousin about, you know, <laughs> just just really anything. As to we waste do. Time. That's, that's what As we do. We, yeah, but. And I had read articles saying, you know, when you first launch your ebook, try to go into a lesser category that's less competitive. And after I we did the show and you just said, just do it, you know, get out of your own way. Um, I decided to go and just advertise it on my Instagram and let people know that it's out there. And that first week, it went part one and part two went to number one and number two um, for all of photography on Amazon books and then what? all of fashion photography yeah and i was like Dude, good for you man thank you and i and i and i was like i mean i have a whole different attitude i guess if you hear my voice between this and episode 1022 um <laughs> i was just so shy about asking for my followers to support my next thing and actually even and i and i changed my mindset also of hey I'm not asking for them to give me charity. I'm asking for them to invest in themselves. Boom. And that's, actually that's it right there, dude. That's the secret that's sauce. That's it, right? And I think that was the the big that switch that happened. And I said, you know what? No, I'm here. I'm doing this to help them. I've always started this for that, right? So um I actually decided right before this was scheduled, I took the books down because they're going to turn into a supplementary video course, but I'm now in in about two weeks, probably well, at the time this publishes, um, I will have started my video course for 30 days to starting a photo business. Start to finish, hold your hand through every single step of getting a business license to which social channels you need, how to use each one, how to do contracts, emails, newsletters, networking, how to build your portfolio as a website, what they're looking for, how they're hiring. I mean, literally like 10 years of a career, I'm holding everyone's hand through the process. Yes, yes. So Dude, that's that's is, my new thing. This is so cool. Thank I you. I don't even know if you had mentioned the course last time or if that was even an idea, but I'm like, did we even talk about that before? It was just the books, right? Well, you had mentioned it as in, hey, Waleed, people are going to read your books and they're going to say, this is very cool. It's very informative. Where can I get more information? Right. Mm. And you had we had mentioned like in-person workshops or video courses because I was going to have to scale. And so it is sort of born of that conversation. But there was no plans of doing a course at that time. I was just receiving the information. Right, right. And it's cool because you've been able to put these plans into place. And obviously, it looks like you've already outlined what you're going to be talking about in those courses, which you can see how momentum plays a role here in online businesses. You can see Waleed just had to take some of those first steps. And sometimes we don't even know what those first steps are, or we need somebody else to kind of help us as we're taking our first steps. And then you get that momentum going. And just like Newton says, you know, a, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. And that's something that's really important in business is to keep going with that momentum. But obviously the opposite is true. An object at rest tends to stay at rest unless acted on by an outside force. And that's what I'm thankful that I was able to become a little bit of that outside force and, and you were able to see 
those kind of small wins that have now led to bigger ones and there will be bigger ones along the way. And then also side note, just big thanks to all the listeners out there who had taken action and had reached out and encouraged Waleed to get started. I think that's so cool. Like, I didn't even know that happened, man. And to know that, you know, the world is behind you, like, and of course, it's just a small percentage of people who are actually supporting you because not everybody's going to take the time to do that. But how cool is that? Like, just, you guys are amazing. That's, that was one of the most moving things for me was that, um, I was like, wow, you really, I hope it doesn't come out the wrong way, but it's like, you really didn't have to do that. You don't know me and you're in, you know, Portugal or you are in, in another part of the United States. And it's like, you actually took the time out of your busy day because we're all very busy. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to hear this guy. I'm going to type in how to photograph on Instagram. Then I'm going to click. I just think of all the number of the, the levels of barriers to do that. And it's, it's the most touching thing. It, it, it just completely warmed me up. Yeah, that's so great. Hopefully some of them are listening to this episode too and smiling big and realizing that like your little message made a big impact. And I think that's a a big important lesson for all of us is sometimes, you know, people out there can use our support too. And when you're building a business now, like you're going to pay it forward, Waleed, by helping the people who are following you on Instagram, who you're going to spend a little bit of time and uh, helping them. And likely they're going to want to share your stuff because they're getting this encouragement from you now in, 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 uh, in that way, which is, which is great. Well, it's what you're talking about, that motion. And I really, when you said something right after that about, what is it, when you're dead still, you stay dead still? Or, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I butchered it up. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you don't realize that until you get out of that rut. Mm-hmm. When you look back, you're like, oh, wow, I was really, really, really stuck in the mud over there. You know? Right. So uh, everyone's encouragement helps. And that was that was like the coolest thing. Um, so yeah, now I'm, I'm preparing this course. It's going to be like a 12 month drip content course. Every month builds on the last month. So it includes retouching lighting, but it's like, first we have to start your business and build that foundation and do the front heavy work, you know? And it's just like, it's everything I wish there was, I wish there was something like this when I started, I like it's, and this is so funny how I'm a different Walid than then, but it's, I would have made the investment and mm-hmm. I would have never even said I would have made the investment. I would have been more about, I guess I would have paid that, but it's changed my, my, my whole perspective on things. That's so great. What is your process for outlining this thing? How are you actually putting things in motion? So that's really, I think if I have a gap, um, in the in the plan it's more about i wanted to talk to you about that if you could help yeah yeah. um the process is i was thinking of thinkific um but i'm not entirely married to that was i was going between that and i was then i was looking at entreport also and kajabi but what's a little bit confusing so it's not the content of what do they need to learn i i know all that i've done like multiple posts about what do you want to learn dm me i mean i've done it from instagram stories to multiple posts. I want to know what they want to learn. And that's all been noted. Um, now it's like the delivery method of it. I, it's, it's a little bit overwhelming when you think, okay, do I need a landing page and a splash page? Are they kind of one and the same? Do I need, you know, we have emails, we have landing pages, we have funnels, newsletters, and they all kind of overlap each other. That's kind of a whole puzzle right there. Yeah. I mean, the biggest question I would ask myself would be okay if this were easy what would it look like 
And I think it's a really important question to ask. And this is something I learned from Tim Ferriss because we as entrepreneurs, we often, first of all, we have an ear on every solution out there. And because of that, they all get in the way of each other. So a great yeah. way to kind of just narrow it down and simplify is just to ask yourself, okay, like, all right, well, if this were easy, what would it actually be? So it would be a person comes to a page, they see the thing for sale and then they buy it right there and then they get immediate access to it, right? Like just bare bones minimum way to get them in would be that. And then a lot of the other things can be added on if you wanted to, like the crazy funnels and all these other things. But if it were simple, what would it look like? Let's just start there and build that and add okay. everything on on top of that. Now, when it comes to the particular platforms you're talking about, actually, you know, many people know I'm an advisor and an affiliate for Teachable, uh, which is very okay. similar to Thinkific, which is very similar to other. I mean, the platform honestly doesn't even really matter anymore. Although, of course, I'm a little biased in who I think yeah. is better. But really, that's just where the course lives. And most of these platforms have the ability to do what we had just said for the sort of MVP. And so you're like the what's really cool is it's actually not as hard as it needs to be. And these products out there like Thinkific, like Teachable, I mean, it's all in one. And you just it's just, it's just a matter of signing up and getting it up and running. Starting um, it, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Just like just like everything else, right? Uh, just, just getting started and going. Yeah, I do notice that behavioral pattern. Again, I'm like, well, let me watch a few more videos on YouTube about how people are doing it. <laughs> and it's just, you know, I've got the course outline, but now I'm like, okay, I, I think I, I needed this call again just start and then tweak along the way. Yes, and that's the beauty of it. And that's very different than how we grew up and how we yeah. were taught. But this is the cool thing about the world we live in, the tools we have available and the time we're in right now, which is which is awesome. Um, in terms of like production of the course, tell me about how you're thinking about the videos and the content and in terms of actually, like you have the outline, which is great. That's step one. How are you going to produce it? As far as how will the each module be or like what, what, what are you thinking in terms of like uh, how are you actually going to like make it all happen? Are you going to record it yourself? Or are you going to hire somebody? And like, how is it actually going to come together for the ones for the so I will be recording the first three months because I am doing the drip content path. Uh -huh. um, I, I find that if I give them a course all at once, I don't know if I'll have the success rate because I think students may get overwhelmed. And so if I can drip it to them as an, okay, first you have to get through this step to get to the next, right? right? So I will do, but I'm open to suggestions on that, but I will record three months at a time. Um, anything that is me talking to them, if it's just about business and this is how you use Instagram, how you maximize it, all of that it will be self-recorded, um, you know, on my little mirrorless sony camera yep. um and anything that is about lighting about composition then what i want to do is i want to make sure that i really talk to talk and everything is that i'm going to um chapman university which is a local university or usc film school mm -hmm. and making sure that their students are involved and of course it's a paid thing but i want students to help Built film students. So we would do a model shoot. Um, I have a friend who's a known name. She might, she's talked about, I don't want to say her name yet yeah, just because if she doesn't, but she Beyonce. said, I would absolutely model for you. So it's a chance to work with, to see how it's done with a celebrity also. Not that they're that different, but it does kind of 
create a little bit of a wow factor. Oh, yeah, credibility for sure. You said it totally. was Beyonce, right? <laughs> Beyonce never credits her photographers, FYI. Oh, really? That's sad. Yeah, not a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a side note. <laughs> but, I mean, okay, that's great. I love how you have already visioned, uh, like, how and where and, and how you're going to put it all, all together. I think the final question I have related to production is, when is this going to happen? So the course is going to go live at the top of the year, 2019. And then what I want to do is, uh, actually, I would love your thoughts on um, pre-sales, just to you know to get that solid evidence that people are interested in it and everything. Um, is there a method I should look into or consider? But literally mid-November is when first-tier pricing is going to come out. Yeah, I mean, we're almost in mid-November already. I mean, the course mm-hmm. the course you said is going to start in January. So November is mid-January, mid, yes. Mid-January. So it kind of is like a pre-sale. And you could even position it that way. You could still say, you know, hey, guys, we're pre-selling this. The course starts in, in January, but this is your first opportunity to get in at the lowest price. Uh, and, excuse me, and... um I don't know if you're going to limit it to a certain number of enrollment seats or a certain time frame to make that decision, but um, that could help with in terms of including scarcity in your offer so that it's not just like, oh, right. well, I'll make that decision later. I mean, part of our jobs as marketers, whether you're promoting your own products or other people's products, is our job is to help people get to a point where they can make a decision. And there are, okay. many, there are many things that stop people from making a decision. Number one having too many options. This is why if you're doing affiliate marketing, you want to only promote one solution versus like two because you don't want to have them think. You want to think for them. If you are um, selling your own stuff, giving people unlimited time to make a decision is going to be something that will keep them from making a decision because they can always make that decision later. So um, whether it's a first-tier pricing that goes up after a certain amount of time Mm-hmm. to force people to go, okay, like, if do I really want this? I, I should make the decision now or else I might lose out on this opportunity. Um, that that could be a really big thing. But I, I'm just so thankful to, I mean, we're recording this literally on Halloween right now and you're yeah. already talking about a mid-November launch like that. Like, you are so different than you were on the last podcast. It's it's insane. And I'm I'm probably sure that I'd be able to hear it if I were to compare the two voices, but definitely in the approach i mean you're you're just going all in with this and um i think i think that's important because you've um got those first wins and you realize that wow like i'm actually safe in this pool and actually i am able to help people i'd I'd love for you to before i answer a few more questions of yours like go back to when you first put your books online and you know bestsellers that's that's amazing like what was it like to see the first evidence that this book was actually getting into people's hands well um, the first evidence was I started getting some DMs saying, wow, this book is amazing. It's so informative. Right. And I was, I kept promoting it and I really had to, um, go against my, my regular behavior is like, oh my God, you're begging for sales, which is what I normally thought about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's where I, I had to, like, I wrote my, I, I'm a big note writer. So I wrote myself notes saying, you're not begging for sales, you're giving them access to being better and to building a career. And you're just letting them know about something that's going to help them, right? So right. that helped me out a lot. But start seeing, I guess Amazon doesn't release the numbers or anything until 
later. Uh, yeah, like some days later, maybe even a week later or something. So I was quite surprised and I was like, and it was really, it was, I was operating on ego. I'll be really upfront about that. I was like, please just at least go top 20 or whatever, <laughs> just so I can make the list mm-hmm. and not down in the others section. And I was like, when I checked, I was like, oh my God, number one. And then I looked right below that. I'm like, and number two, it was, um, it was like the coolest feeling because my biggest fear was, it sounds so pathetic, but it's uh, my biggest fear was, are they going to think I'm an imposter or some fraud? Are they going to, are people going to call me out and say, um, oh, that's not how you do it. Cause there are the internet trolls and no one did because, I mean, I know my stuff, but no one did. And I don't know, I guess everyone was just super, super kind about it. And I actually, so the guy that, um, his name is Keith, awesome guy. The guy that is now editing some of my YouTube videos, he actually stumbled upon the book on Amazon and never even heard about how to photograph on Instagram. And he bought it. And at the end of the book, because you had told me to start the book with some how to get in touch with me and also end it, right? So by the end of the book, he had read that and then he followed my private Facebook group and then Instagram. And then I put out a post saying I'm looking for an editor. Mm -hmm. So I upload all my stuff to Ireland. He edits it for me. Like it just brought a lot of people to me also. That's really cool. Did I answer 15 other questions, but the question you want (laughs) to... No, I mean, you you see you're over-delivering. I love it. Um, (laughs) This is great, man. So, okay, uh, first of all, for all the listeners out there, like how cool is this to hear this kind of success story to know that a person was coming from a very reserved, very timid, very, I don't know if this is something I could do, to now being super confident that this 12-month course is going to be coming out soon. Um, what's the price point going to be? I'm, I'm playing with that right now. It's going to be around the 550 to 600, and then I have to figure out the monthly. Um, so that is, I have like a couple questions on that and also what is your whole would you offer it as hey you could buy it at once pay an annual fee and then still get the drip content or just do subscription based that's the one thing i'm really confused on and i did a instagram stories poll and it came down to almost 50 50 i was like oh great i'm now even more confused <laughs> well typically about- <laughs> what happens with courses that are that amount it's great because you can have people pay the full amount or a sort of uh, installment plan. And um, typically, if you have the full amount, the installment plan would mm-hmm. be, in total, after the 12 months, would be 10% more. Or you get, a essentially, the reverse would be a 10% savings if they get the if they get it all at once. And Got so, so there okay. is some sort of benefit to going, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to commit to this and get all of it now and, um, and, and save some money. Because some people will want to save money and um what's really cool is actually in the end you'd probably be making more money even though uh the calculator will tell you that you'll be making more if people go on the payment plan but the nice thing is you get you get that money up front and you know when you just so you know when you do the payment plan there's going to be some things administrative wise that are a little bit of a headache such as people's credit cards expiring failed payments other things where you kind of have to work a little bit to kind of get those payments back or you know every month that a person gets billed is another checkpoint for them to go is it still worth paying for this i see right okay so there is yeah. benefit to having the the one time uh, but obviously you're going to open up the course to a lot more people if you have it at a lower price point so when you sell it 
you know, you give them all this value. You talk about how much this would normally cost for somebody to go to a workshop, you know, thousands of dollars. But mm-hmm. when you pitch it, you start with the lower price, the payment plan price. You can get all of this for as low as $99 for six months or whatever it calculates to to 10% more. It's not the right math there. But that right, way they go, right. oh, my gosh, like just $99. And, yes, it's $99, but over the course of six months – or you could save more by going the one-time plan versus the opposite, which would be you could get it for six ninety-nine, but you could also have a payment plan for you know ninety-nine a month, and that doesn't sound as wow in terms of the. And I learned that from Shalene Johnson when I spoke on stage and sold Power Up Podcasting to people. She said, "Make sure you mention the payment plan price first. You're going to be honest and tell them it is the payment plan price, but by just seeing those really low numbers there in juxtaposition with everything else you just mentioned and what they could pay." Uh-huh. It becomes a lot more like, wow, like this is a steal because either way they're getting the same thing, whether it's the payment plan or one-time payment, they're getting the same thing up front, which is the it's first. It's just how you right? deliver it. It's though, just yeah. how you deliver it. Yeah, it's all about positioning. So hopefully that helps a little bit in terms of how you might be able to approach the payment and how you announce it and stuff. And, you know, obviously across does, all your because channels. Because I've never read that anywhere. Yeah, So that's yeah, yeah. really helpful. It's just, I mean, the psychology thing. Um, yeah. And only something I've learned over time. And, you know, the final lesson here is like, this is going to be your first big launch and you're going to learn a lot of lessons. It may go well, it may not go well, but either way, you are stepping in the right direction and you're going to learn Thank a lot either, either way. And so the next time you launch, you're going to learn from your mistakes or do what you did well and do it even better and just, you know, keep going with it. I mean, I'm excited to catch up with you again in the future. If you wouldn't mind me asking you if I could have you back on the show later on and we can kind of follow your journey here, that would be, that'd be really amazing. That would be amazing. And if I could ask one more question, yeah, I would be honored. We'll hold you accountable. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Please. I love those messages. And um, I am, can I ask you what I wanted to do was for the first, I guess the pre-sales, maybe a certain amount. I wanted to offer them each a, like a 30 minute Skype session where we talk about their business you know, or their photography. And is that something that I'm stretching myself too thin on? I really, really want to help, you know, everyone do their best. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, th- that, that's something that I do for people who uh, get my podcasting course quite early on, which mm-hmm. is um, like a little audit that I do. I listen to their podcast and um, then I give them some advice and I, I couldn't possibly do that with all my students, but I do right. reward that for people who act quick. And that would be something that you could do for the first, you know, for, as like a fast action bonus, right? To get people excited and to get people moving now. That's like yeah. another another way you're helping them make a decision is, you know, for the first 25 people who get in, I'm going to, or I mean, it's a lot. I mean, you want to make sure that you calculate it in terms of your time and what you have available because it is your <laughs> right. time. You don't want to overextend yeah. yourself, but it is definitely something that you can offer, and um, it, it it would actually be a really good exercise for you, even if you only do it this once. And even though it might stretch you a little thinner, it's mm-hmm. going to be amazing for you to hear the stories of your new customers because that's exactly who you're going to be selling to in the future. So for that reason alone, I would do it. Um, do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, in addition to obviously being able to help them by making a better course, you'd be able to better sell the course later by learning more about them as soon as they come in too. Okay, cool, cool. And that's what I was curious about was how many you would suggest, but I think like 25 is a fair number for the first 25 people to sign up. Yeah. Or maybe it could be for everybody who signs up today, which is often risky, but it gives you a good like deadline on, mm-hmm. you know, 
the scarcity in a, like a actual time when you cannot get that anymore versus a number, which some people don't know what number they are. So right. there's there, there's different ways to do it. I mean, you could go live and actually count down um, how many are left. I mean, I've seen people do that. So whatever style you like, you can do it that way. But I think the approach is correct. The mindset is correct. And just, again, making sure you're not stretching yourself too thin or you know, I've, I've heard horror stories of people offering similar <laughs> things where then a thousand people sign up and they're like, oh God, like for the next six months, oh my God. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm doing this every day. You don't want to get into that world. But, um, I think, I think the, the heart is there for sure. Okay. That's cool. That's a, um, so that helps. Um, yeah, thank you. And, and even just, you know, want to know something else that helped Pat was hearing myself talk on that first episode. Mm. Tell me I more. didn't even re- well I didn't even recognize myself because I've always been the um tell me no and it's like the biggest turn on I'm like you know what I'll show you I've always been that person right mm-hmm. and so um that's how I've worked with such legendary people and then when I heard myself I got to really you know it was a little bit after the recording day I heard myself and I, and I was kind of cringing I was the, it was a great interview it was it was a beautiful review but I, I was like, I don't recognize this guy that's not sure of himself. Yeah, wow. Because I've never been that. And so it was um, to hear it and then to get the positive reinforcement. I was like, okay, this is cool. And then to see the review of the book come in and the sales, I was like, okay, you still got it. You know, but it was it was actually a, a it's I'm so curious to hear this one, but I know it's going to be a whole different voice. But I just it was I was like, who is this guy? This is not the Walid that you know what I mean that barges in Madonna's office or like sits <laughs> with Jennifer Lopez and stuff. And I was like, why would I hire me? You know, I was so uh, I think I was so apologetic, although the information was great, but I was apologetic. So um, that woke me up a lot. Love it, and and yeah, if you actually listen to the other episodes this month. From people who are back on the show, you're going to hear very similarly a different tone of voice, a different attitude. It's it's there with you as well, Walid. And I just want to congratulate you and Thank say, you. you know, keep conquering, man. You get you're, you're doing amazing things, and you're like I like you like you said earlier, you're helping add value to people's lives. You're changing lives. So keep up the great work, my friend. Awesome. Thank you very much, man. You're a rock star. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. I hope you enjoyed listening to the before and after transformation of Walid. We'll lead again. Congratulations. Best of luck to you with the launch. Um, we'll follow up with you again because this is an amazing story. And I just want you all to hopefully find some story in here that resonates with you with Walid because I, I, I know that you want to transform. You have an audience to serve and you can do it. You just have to believe in yourself, make decisions, try things, and amazing things will happen. I'm happy to be here as your coach either through listening to this episode or this podcast or directly through Ask Pat if I can help you in that way. Now, we get a lot of applications on askpat.com, so I cannot select everybody. However, if you want to apply, I mean, that's going to give you the chance to get coached by me on Ask Pat. All you have to do is go to askpat.com. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, now's the time to do it. Just find Ask Pat on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast and have an amazing finish to the year. And let's get the energy started for next year. Let's do it. We got one more episode for Smart Passive Income in 2018. It'll be kind of an update on what's going on in the business and where things are headed for next year for you. 
That's why I'm here. I'm here to serve you. And thank you so much for being a part of this show as a listener. And everybody who's left a review for the show, you're amazing. Thank you so much, everybody who's taken the time to give me a shout out or share the show or send me a message uh, at Pat Flynn on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to let me know what you thought about this transformation, if you want to hear more things like this, whether it be here on Smart Passive Income or, of course, again on Ask Pat, let me know what you think at Pat Flynn, P-A-T-F-L-Y-N-N on Instagram or Twitter and um, love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. I appreciate you. FlynnCon1.com for the event that's happening next year, July 26 to 28 in San Diego, California. Cannot wait to see you there. Many of you have already signed up. I'm so thankful for that. FlynnCon1.com. History is in the making. Thank you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI, and today I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.